Welcome to the B-Side Podcast, dedicated to country music and concert junkies. Your hosts, Stacy and Andy Best, take you behind the scenes and introduce you to the amazing fans and team that support your favorite country artist. You'll meet the talent behind the talent and hear their contributions to your live country concert experience. We're glad you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? This is Andy and Stacy B. Talking to you live from the Best Life studio where it is five o'clock somewhere. Oh yes, we're in Kentucky and we want to talk to you a little bit about the background behind the B-Side podcast. The B-Side. The B-Side. So to kick it off, I just want to tell you a little bit about how Andy and I met. So I was a fitness director at a facility and we needed some new equipment. So I asked my staff, hey, just gather up about five different quotes from different vendors and we'll research and make a decision on the equipment we want to purchase. Everything was moving along fine until my staff came to me and said, "Um, there's this one vendor who won't send a quote. And I said, why not? Well, he wants to meet with a decision maker. He wants to meet with you in person. He wants to talk to you. And after two times of me saying, no, just tell this guy to send the quote, I finally said, fine, tell him to come in. So we met and Andy Best comes strolling into my office. And although he wooed me personally, we didn't end up buying anything from him. Didn't buy a cent. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that. But he did win me over. And here we are today, the happiest married couple ever. I always say you saved the best for last. I did. Oh, boom. In many respects. Babe, that's good. That's some good stuff. That's right. Okay. Five vendors, though? I mean, you'd really have to have five vendors? Yes. I mean, come on. Hard to get. Got to research a little bit. So tell them what happened from there, babe. Well, as it goes, many years later, through many conversations and courtship, (laughs) <laughs> we always recognized that we had a mutual love for music in many genres, not just country. But I've always wanted to get up real close to see an artist. And I think Stacy felt the same way. We never had an opportunity, nor the means or the, the wherewithal to really get to that front spot. How do people get in front of the stage? Who, who does that? How do you do it? So I was fortunate enough to uh, find a Kenny Chesney concert in Detroit uh, one summer. Actually, Stacy's from Michigan. Go Blue. Go Blue. And she does live on a country dirt road, or did grow <laughs> up on a country dirt road. And uh, it was a twofold. One, take her into her home state. That was a pretty good move. And then two, I had these tickets to Kenny Chesney that said Sandbar. The only problem was didn't really understand what the sandbar was. And if anybody understands what the sandbar is, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that first time you look at the, you look at the floor plan and go, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in this general area, general mission. But my first thought was, do they have sand? What's it, going on here? Is it like a beach? <laughs> do I wear flip-flops and do I need sunscreen <laughs> even though it's indoors? Uh, but the day event, after a few coldies, we get into the venue on the concourse and those stadiums, obviously you, you get into the concourse and then you have to go down, 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 down all the way to the floor. Things are getting better. It's like, all right, man, our feet are on the floor. We're getting close. And then looking at the ticket through another set of gates, 
through another set of ushers, we wound up in what is known as the sandbar. Yes or no, there is no sand. However, we did have our hands on the stage. Stacy likes to say something different, but we'll save that for another conversation. Well, ladies, it's just like, I like to say your front side on the stage, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And if you've never had that opportunity to get close, I would recommend it. If you do like concerts, we're always one. We're always the ones in the lawn or in the back of the pavilion. But by all means, if you enjoy concerts, save some money, get up front. And I think from that point on, with that experience of being up close, and I think uh, she got a little sweat drops from Kenny. I think she was smitten with me i think that's why she married me i mean i mean it could very well be the maybe yeah seal the deal <laughs> so not only on that day do we recognize the amount of work it took in between the artists because kenny had like five other artists perform before him and we just watched the set change and the like huge team of people that it took to make that happen that's the first time i really thought about that but we've been to countless countless uh concerts since then not just up front but also in back and that's what we watch we're amazed by the amount of work and the amount of people the teams that come in to make that happen and it's not just the team on that particular day that makes the artist shine it's the the teams that support the artists for months and years leading up to that performance. So we're talking about the glam squad, the photographers, Wait the videographers. Second. Glam squad? Is yeah. that what they call that? Of course. I mean, right? <laughs> right? I mean, you got to look your best. You got to have your makeup and your hair did. Of Who course. sews the blue jeans together? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, geez. Can we just talk about, I want to can I have the job that helps <laughs> Luke Bryan or Thomas Rhett like get their painted on jeans on? Like, no, you get to cut off the uh, shirt sleeves. Oh That's yeah, the shirt sleeves. Okay. So, but beyond that, what about the voice coaches and the producers and just songwriters, the, the songwriters, the just, merch guy, yes, the every, drum tech, yes, <laughs> everyone that comes on the team to help that artist get up there and shine. What about the spotlight guy that, that goes up in the little cage in the ladder and sits on top of the uh, scaffolding? That guy. A thousand percent. What about the radio stations? What does it take to get your song on the radio? What about the bus driver driving all night the, to the next venue? Yes, the bus driver, the tour manager. And how about the venue managers that actually have the responsibility, I can't even imagine, of being responsible for thousands of people in your venue. Or the sound guy that has to make it all sound good in all those different big, huge arenas or those small, intimate other venues they go into. That's got to be unbelievable. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So. Wait, you forgot the fitness guys. Oh, geez. I mean, back in the day when you saw your first concert, which was? My first concert was ACDC. Exactly. You think they had a fitness guy no. traveling with them back in the day? I'm Heck pretty no. sure they did not. Yeah. Can you believe <laughs> all the, the guys and the girls into fitness now and people that actually travel with them uh, these days, actually train them on the road? It's crazy. That's right. I mean, if you want to be a Ferrari artist, you can't put shit gas 
into a Ferrari. You have to have good food and good fitness to look and eat more importantly, feel your best as you're up there on stage. So absolutely. Yeah. When you see those guys running around for two hours, singing their guts out, I mean, it's pretty amazing. So you can see why they need to train. And quite frankly, if you're up close and then the, uh, General missionary on the sandbar. I think you have to do some training there too. Not only <laughs> there's some beer fitness behind training, that. but there's some fitness behind <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's right. So all of this being said, we are here for the B side podcast. Not only because it makes sense, because our last name is best, ironically, right? Ironic. That's right. But also because if you think back to records. Back in the day, if you're old enough to know, there was a record. It had an A-side and a B-side. The A-side was the hit record. That'd be on the 45s, by the way. Yes, thank you. Not the LPs. Yes, yes. And the B-side was the unknown, kind of like the gimme, like that no one really paid attention to. So that is what this podcast is about. We want to dig into the talent behind the talent, every single team member that it takes to get that artist up there on stage to shine. Absolutely. It even comes down to being a former drummer like I am, is drummers never get any love. They're always in the back. They never get to talk, but they are the backbone of the band. They keep the beat. Those are the people we want. That's right. So come along on this journey with us to dig into the details behind the success of your favorite artists. We can't wait to get into this with you, and we'll see you on the B-side. Thanks for listening to the B-Side Podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated. 